Melbourne Magazine, July to September 2020. Your City of Melbourne Magazine. This audio magazine has been recorded by Vision Australia on behalf of the City of Melbourne in the interests of information accessibility. Your narrator is Jenny Seedsman. The recording lasts for approximately one hour and 35 minutes overall. Here's what's inside. Lord Mayor's Message 10 Ways We Have Adapted to COVID-19 Your Say 1,200 Local Businesses Innovate with Grants Major Urban Greening Project Underway City Leaders Collaborate Towards Zero Emissions Staying Focused on Climate Change Action Grants Help Aboriginal Organisations Meet Increased Demand your guide to our COVID-19 recovery budget. A snapshot of our draft annual plan and budget 2020-21. Our draft budget 2020-21. Reflections from our councillors. Fast-tracked funding supports artists. 20 ways to enjoy Melbourne's new normal. Simple exercise tips for all ages. Cultural connections thrive during isolation. Hotline offers businesses tailored advice. Quick tips for business. Your council. Council meetings. Melbourne City Council elections 2020. Eat fresh for winter well-being. Contact. Closing announcement. On the cover... Cheesemonger Tully Moritzen at Milk the Cow, Carlton. Lord Mayor's Message from Sally Cap. No one could have imagined the devastating events that have unfolded around us in 2020. Our recovery from the intense summer bushfires was barely underway when COVID-19 emerged, its rapid spread damaging communities and economies everywhere. Almost overnight, our livable, lovable, luminous city was unrecognisable. The economic challenges ahead are immense, but I am confident we will overcome them together. What was critical for the City of Melbourne was to have absolute focus and commitment to our core responsibilities, delivering essential services such as waste collection, maternal health services, feeding the elderly, and protecting people experiencing homelessness. We could then move to helping set the community on the path to recovery. In April, we announced a local economic stimulus package to help businesses and workers affected by social distancing and closure of non-essential businesses. The City of Melbourne's own finances have not been immune to COVID-19, with a combined impact of $101 million on Council's 2020-21 budget. We have made the very deliberate decision to invest significantly in our economy and community to keep our city afloat. This means that the City of Melbourne will have a deficit for the first time in 30 years. Our $632 million draft budget is focused on supporting jobs and businesses, protecting ratepayers and rebuilding our local economy. This includes a COVID-19 recovery package of $50 million. Our city has been in survival mode, but now we're getting ready for revival. Melbourne is, and must remain, a caring and compassionate city. 
the humanity and capacity of Melburnians to be resilient and offer love and support in times of extreme hardship and danger is extraordinary. Let's work together to get through this and emerge even stronger, even more innovative, and even more focused on well-being and inclusion for all. Read on through this edition of Melbourne Magazine to find out more about our draft budget, our response to COVID-19, and our plans for the future. Signed by Sally Cap, Lord Mayor. The photo caption reads, Lord Mayor Sally Cap at the reopening of Arbury Bar and Eatery. The City of Melbourne respectfully acknowledges the traditional owners of the land, the Bunwurrung and Woiwurrung Wurundjeri peoples of the Kulin Nation, and pays respect to their elders past and present. For the Kulin Nation, Melbourne has always been an important meeting place for events of social, educational, sporting and cultural significance. Today, we are proud to say that Melbourne is a significant gathering place for all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. Ten Ways We Have Adapted to COVID-19 We have acted quickly to offer extra support to residents and businesses affected by COVID-19 restrictions. We have also found innovative ways to continue offering core services. Here are just a few of the ways we adapted. 1. Extra business support. Local business owners attended our virtual business summit and got one-on-one -on -one advice through our COVID-19 business concierge hotline. We also launched new grants and rate relief, increased the frequency of our business newsletter and more. Go to melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash business. 2. Support for Vulnerable People We released grants to help not-for-profit and community groups provide essential support to residents. We also delivered more than 1,700 meals to vulnerable people and partnered with local organisations to support their food distribution programmes. 3. Virtual Citizenship Ceremonies we became the first Australian Council to pilot online citizenship ceremonies for individuals and family groups. We usually hold six to eight citizenship ceremonies each year, with about 100 new citizens participating in each ceremony. 4. Support for new parents. Most of our maternal and child health services moved to telehealth. We also delivered care packs to new mums who gave birth during isolation filled with goodies donated by local businesses. 5. Online Council Meetings Council and future Melbourne committee meetings have moved online until further notice. The system allows councillors to vote and members of the public to participate from their homes. Go to melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash about council. 6. Family Violence Support we provided support for people experiencing family violence during isolation. If you are experiencing family violence, or if you're concerned for another person's safety, there is help available. Go to melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash family violence support. 7. Support for international students. 
We provided Queen Victoria Market retail vouchers to help international students impacted by COVID-19 make ends meet and continue to feel welcome in our community. 8. Community Food Guide As many businesses adjusted their operating models, we refreshed our guide to finding healthy and affordable food in and around the City of Melbourne to reflect the current landscape. Go to melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash community food guide. 9. Creative Activities for Kids We published a series of videos and activities prepared by local artists to help keep kids entertained at home. Dive into some creative adventures, including circus skills and juggling, on Artplay's webpage. Go to melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash artplay. 10. Online exercise. Local people kept moving while our recreation centres were closed by using our Active Melbourne app and attending our virtual classes, such as yoga and Pilates. We also offered outdoor personal training as appropriate. Go to melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash Active Melbourne. Read on through this magazine to find out more about our response to COVID-19 or visit our website for the latest news about temporary closures and adjustments to services and facilities. For more information, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash coronavirus. The picture captions read, Support for Businesses Community Grants to Help People Stay Connected virtual maternal and child health services, and online creative activities for kids. Your Say Letter of the Month Melbourne is simply impressive, not only as one of the most livable and vibrant cities, but also as a spot for friendly people and open minds. As the magazine shows, the huge future and eco-driven guidelines for infrastructure, inclusion and education give me a lot of examples of how a good city should be planned. Raphael Share your thoughts with us at melbournemag at melbourne.vic.gov.au What is going on at Queen Victoria Market? Works to repair, conserve and restore Queen Victoria Market's historic open-air sheds are underway. More than $25 million is being invested in this important project, which is being staged to minimise disruption. The market will remain open throughout the works. Visit melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash qvmrenewal. Tweets at City of Melbourne from Quist's Coffee. Thanks for the support, City of Melbourne. We are proud and grateful to be a grant recipient as part of an economic support package for city businesses. From Bunk Bike. We're stoked to announce that we are the proud recipients of a business grant from the City of Melbourne. We are grateful that the At City of Melbourne helps passionate, innovative small startups like us to realise our dreams. From Melb Library. City of Melbourne Libraries is very pleased to announce the judges for the Lord Mayor's Creative Writing Awards 2020. Clem Basto, Andy Jackson, Ellen Van Nierven, 
Carly Findlay and Barry Lee Thompson. From City of Melbourne. Melbourne Music Week will return November the 18th to the 22nd with a new program that directly responds to the challenges and impacts of COVID-19 on the music community. Photo of the Month I love this city, and capturing Melbourne, or my own interpretation of it, through photography has become my passion. It took two days to achieve this photo, because although I successfully captured this sunset on my first shoot, I accidentally broke the memory card before I had a chance to download it. Upset, I drove back to Studley Park the next afternoon, and, to my amazement, nature put on an even better golden light show. Alan Wilkinson at a.j.wilko. Producer's Note The print edition of the Melbourne magazine features a detailed cityscape taken from a high vantage point at sunset. The foreground shows the greenery and buildings of Studley Park. The middle ground is the city's skyline in silhouette, and the background is the sky in golden tones, with rays of sunlight emanating from the central cloud mass. End producer's note. Share your Melbourne moments on Instagram with the hashtag MelbMoment. Connect with us. Instagram.com forward slash City of Melbourne. Facebook.com forward slash City of Melbourne. LinkedIn.com forward slash Company forward slash City of Melbourne. Twitter.com City of Melbourne. Nominate a community champion. This year, our prestigious Melbourne Awards will celebrate community champions who have shown great leadership and community spirit during the COVID-19 pandemic. Nominate an inspirational individual or organisation who has made a significant contribution to our city by the 7th of August. Go to melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash Melbourne Awards. Well-being Support Our Community Support Directory is a resource for anyone whose health and well-being has been affected during the COVID-19 pandemic. It provides information and contact details for mental health support, financial services, food relief, housing assistance, medical services and more. Go to melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash Community Support Directory 1,200 local businesses innovate with grants From gourmet cheese deliveries to a taxi for pets, we are helping local businesses innovate and thrive during the COVID-19 pandemic and beyond by awarding $5 million in quick-response business grants. The funding is helping more than 1,200 small to medium-sized businesses and non-profit organisations invest in online and e-commerce capabilities, take part in training and professional development, and undertake capital works. Councillor Susan Riley, Chair of the Small Business, Retail and Hospitality Portfolio, said we received an exceptional number of applications from a broad range of industries with hospitality, retail, professional services, education and business services making up the top five. 
We have a community of entrepreneurial business owners who want to make changes so they can keep trading in this new environment, Councillor Riley said. The strength of our business community will help return our city to a thriving place to do business, and these grants will provide crucial funding that will make a difference now and into the future. Carlton Fromagerie, Milk the Cow, had to close its restaurant temporarily due to COVID-19, and limitations remain on the number of patrons it can serve in-house. We provided a grant to help the team expand its online offering. Our revenue was literally 95% down at our Carlton store overnight. We managed to keep the doors open and employ some staff by doing takeaway, but it was a huge hit for us, said owner Daniel Verheyen. We're generally a pretty positive group at Milk the Cow, but to be honest, we're all a bit weary and wary from the past few months. It feels like lifetimes have passed. We all had to adapt so many times. It's been the cliché of COVID, but we are all in this together. Customers, suppliers, employers, and we're not out of it yet. With borders closed, we're depending on each other more than ever now. Local is everything. Visit us online for more information about the local, state and federal support available to businesses and to subscribe to our business newsletter. Our business concierge hotline is also here for all businesses in the municipality. More than 5,500 businesses affected by COVID-19 have sought assistance through the service so far. Simply phone 9658 9658 and press 1 for business. You can also submit your query on our website. For more information, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash business. Meet three more business grant recipients. Virtual holiday programs for kids. Kids Co. usually runs school holiday programs in large office buildings for children of the employees who work there. With help from a grant, the business moved to a virtual model. Go to Instagram at kidsco underscore au. Telehealth for pets. Veterinary clinic All Creatures on Hoddle is now running consultations online. We awarded the clinic a grant to purchase a small vehicle for picking up and dropping off animals for when hands-on treatment is required. Go to Instagram at all Creatures on Hoddle. E-mentoring for entrepreneurs. Ngaremili received funding to offer its support and mentoring programs for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander businesses online. The grant will help with a website upgrade, content development and marketing. Go to Instagram at N-G-A-R-R-I-M-I-L-I. The photo captions read, Milk the Carl Carlton had to find new ways to connect with cheese lovers due to COVID-19. And we have awarded a grant to help a veterinary clinic expand its contact-free services. Major Urban Greening Project Underway We are partnering with the Victorian Government to plant 150,000 trees, shrubs and grasses in an ambitious project to green our city and respond to the COVID-19 pandemic. 
Lord Mayor Sally Cap said the revegetation project will create habitat, support biodiversity, and create jobs. We will provide jobs to 64 people who would otherwise be unemployed as a result of COVID-19. They will work for six months on the largest revegetation project we have ever undertaken, the Lord Mayor said. We have always appreciated the importance of our parks and gardens to our city, and this has been even more evident during the pandemic. They provide space for people to safely exercise and enjoy some fresh air during lockdown. We will plant a staggering 116,000 native grasses and wildflowers and 30,000 shrubs. This includes native wildflowers such as tufted bluebells and blushing bindweed and grasses such as kangaroo grass and common wallaby grass. We will plant 1,000 semi-advanced trees and 3,000 tube stock trees. This includes indigenous species such as river redgum, golden wattle, coastal banksia and yarra gum, a near-threatened species in Victoria. This will be a marvellous investment in a healthier, greener city for coming generations. The Greening the City project is a partnership between the City of Melbourne, Citywide and the Victorian Government, and it will be funded through the Victorian Government's Working for Victoria initiative. Councillor Cathy Oak, Chair of the Environment Portfolio, said the project will benefit the community, support biodiversity and help reduce the urban heat island effect. Planting trees is one of the most effective and simple ways to respond to the climate and biodiversity emergency, Councillor Oak said. While we respond to COVID-19, we haven't stopped taking climate action. As these new trees grow, they will increase our city's canopy coverage and help reduce the urban heat island effect by creating more shade. This project will create 24,000 square metres of understory habitat, increasing understory vegetation in the city by 6% in a significant step towards our goal to increase understory cover by 20% by 2027. The 150,000 native plants and trees will provide crucial habitat for our 276 species of birds, mammals, reptiles and frogs, as well as more than 1,500 species of insects. What is understory habitat? Understory vegetation refers to the small trees, shrubs and grasses below the canopy of taller trees. It provides important habitat for native animals and insects, including food, nest-building material and shelter. Locations for the planting will be confirmed shortly and may include important nature reserves such as Royal Park, the Inner Circle Railway Corridor, Dynan Road Corridor, Lorimer Street and Oak Street. Work is underway to select and prepare sites. This will be followed by planting activity and works to protect the trees and plants from pests and diseases as they grow. This project is in addition to our $1.8 million annual investment in planting 3,000 semi-advanced trees each year. This will make a big contribution towards our target of 40% tree canopy cover on public land by 2040, Councillor Oak said. We have previously participated in the Victorian Government's Working for Victoria initiative 
to provide 500 new cleaning roles servicing municipalities in Inner Melbourne through a partnership with Spotless and Citywide. For more information, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash green city. The picture captions read, We plant trees best suited to our changing climate to create a diverse, resilient urban forest. Lord Mayor Sally Cap, Councillor Cathy Oak and urban greening workers. We recently planted 27 species of native grasses and wildflowers in Royal Park. City leaders collaborate towards zero emissions. A group of Melbourne's most prominent universities and businesses has been working to secure a multi-million dollar deal to power their operations using wind energy. This is the second purchasing agreement facilitated by the City of Melbourne through the Melbourne Renewable Energy Project, which has supported big businesses to invest in wind power to gain significant environmental and financial benefits. Head to Melbourne Magazine online at magazine.melbourne.vic.gov.au to read more about the big businesses involved and how they are helping transition Melbourne to a reliable, clean energy future. All City of Melbourne operations run on electricity sourced from 100% renewable energy, thanks to the first Melbourne Renewable Energy Project. Currently, 21.3% of Victoria's electricity is sourced from renewable energy. For more information, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash MREP. The photo caption reads, We are supporting some of our city's biggest power users to switch to renewable energy. Staying focused on climate change action. Our commitment to the environment is stronger than ever. Even while we have been working to support our community through the COVID-19 pandemic, we've still been taking bold action on climate change. Last year, Council declared a climate and biodiversity emergency, joining a growing global community of like-minded governments. Our councillors have also unanimously endorsed a goal of net zero emissions for the municipality by 2040. We have identified 10 priority areas to accelerate action to achieve our zero emissions target. These include increasing the use of renewable energy, fast-tracking the delivery of protected bike lanes to encourage people to use more sustainable transport options, stimulating circular economy solutions for waste, and mandating greening and zero-emissions buildings through the planning scheme. We must all work together to address climate change, including residents, small businesses, big businesses, and all levels of government. For more information about what we're doing and how you can help, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash climate action. You can also visit Melbourne Magazine online to read practical tips about greening your home, composting, e-waste recycling, sustainable shopping, and much more. Head to magazine.melbourne.vic.gov.au Green Factor Tool Promotes Good Design 
we have created an online tool to make it easier for developers to assess the environmental and social credentials of their greening designs for new buildings. The Green Factor tool distills our key sustainability strategies around greening, biodiversity and water use. It will help people optimise their greening designs and it will help us assess applications more effectively and quickly. We developed the Green Factor tool through a cross-disciplinary workshop and industry engagement. It is the first online tool of its kind developed in Australia. Go to melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash green factor. The photo caption reads, Our new Green Factor tool will help developers prioritise sustainability. Grants help Aboriginal organisations meet increased demand. We have supported Aboriginal community organisations with $60,000 in grant funding to help them care for vulnerable people as COVID-19 unfolds. The grants are helping organisations that have experienced a substantial increase in demand provide a range of support for Aboriginal people, including emergency accommodation, meals, medical supplies and home visits. Among the grant recipients is Victoria's oldest Aboriginal community organisation, the Aborigines Advancement League. Founded in 1957 by Pastor Sir Douglas Nichols, Doris Blackburn, Stan Davy, and Gordon Bryant, and now led by Chief Executive Officer Dr Esme Bamblett, the organisation works with the most vulnerable Aboriginal people in Melbourne. COVID-19 has meant that we have not been able to provide face-to-face -face contact with our clients. As a result of the restrictions, we have had to close our doors to clients and provide a service via telephone and contactless visits to clients, Dr Bamblett said. During COVID-19, the vulnerability of our clients increased and we found that they needed extra assistance with getting groceries. With families home 24 hours per day, it puts a big strain on the household budget as they tend to eat more. This grant was a lifesaver for a lot of them because we were able to purchase 120 basics boxes from Woolworths and deliver them. These basics boxes will last an elder four weeks and people with a family two weeks. Dr Bamblett said COVID-19 has been particularly difficult for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as they have to contend with fear, because they are in the most vulnerable category, as well as cultural issues associated with a lockdown. As we are a particularly close people, we normally see each other on a regular basis. This has not been able to occur because of visitation restrictions, and this has caused extra stress on our people. Dr. Bamblett said. We also know that our households are bigger than non-Aboriginal households and therefore we need more food supplies, causing an additional strain. We have had feedback from our clients that the groceries we were able to purchase for them were exactly what they needed at this time. Find out more about the work of the Aborigines Advancement League at aal.org.au. Councillor Nicholas Francis Gilly, MBE, Chair of the Aboriginal City Portfolio, said Council is pleased to support community organisations doing such important work.
The Black Lives Matter movement and facing a pandemic have reminded us all how important it is to foster meaningful collaborations and work together to take care of all Melburnians with empathy and respect, Councillor Francis Gilly said. I encourage people to seek out knowledge about Aboriginal culture and support Aboriginal businesses at every opportunity. A good place to start would be the excellent resources from our virtual National Reconciliation Week events, which are still available on our website. The City of Melbourne also has some great things in store, including our new Reconciliation Action Plan. Showcasing Aboriginal Businesses Are you seeking free promotion for your event or business in the City of Melbourne? Head to What's On Melbourne at whatsonmelbourne.vic.gov.au and click on Submit a Listing. You can also check out melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash marketing support. Virtual National Reconciliation Week From Lunchtime Learning to Recommended Reading, Storytelling and Song we delivered a full program of activities online for National Reconciliation Week. A number of the materials are still available on our website. To learn more about Aboriginal history, culture and achievements, and join us in creating a nation strengthened by respectful relationships between all people, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash Reconciliation Week. For more information, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash Aboriginal. The photo captions read Dr Esme Bamblett and Melbourne Town Hall during National Reconciliation Week. Your guide to our COVID-19 recovery budget. We are taking action to respond to the COVID-19 crisis and protect jobs and businesses. With a proposed total budget spend of $632 million, Lord Mayor Sally Capp said the City of Melbourne's draft annual plan and budget 2020-21 is designed to support ratepayers, strengthen the community and rebuild the local economy. We are making a record $50 million investment in rate relief and stimulus packages to ensure our economy recovers as quickly as possible. We want businesses to thrive again, people back in jobs, and the city back to being its vibrant best, the Lord Mayor said. The COVID-19 pandemic has hit our city hard. Business and retail have been severely impacted. Tourist visitation has plummeted and international students are doing it tough. We're responding with a COVID-19 recovery budget, supporting jobs and businesses, protecting ratepayers and rebuilding the local economy. The Lord Mayor said COVID-19 has had a combined impact of more than $100 million on Council's 2020-21 draft budget, and rebuilding Melbourne's economy will take time and hard work. Years of disciplined financial management mean the City of Melbourne can step up in these unprecedented times, the Lord Mayor said. This year, for the first time in more than 30 years, the budget will have a deficit. We are deliberately investing in our community now so we can support businesses and deliver infrastructure and stimulus 
as a platform for recovery. The City of Melbourne's economy is the engine room of Victoria's economy, and when we are strong, we know that Victoria is strong. Deputy Lord Mayor Aaron Wood, AM, said the priority is to support struggling ratepayers, so Council is announcing a rate freeze as one of the ways it can really make a difference. We are freezing rates with a 0% rate rise. In every announcement since the pandemic hit, we've focused on fixed costs for business and residents, the Deputy Lord Mayor said. We've sought to reduce them wherever possible, while prudently maintaining a strong budget to enable stimulus investment. This is a budget that puts people and businesses first by not increasing rates and delivering essential services, programs and support packages so we can do our bit to rebuild the local economy. Major Investments Rates freeze for commercial and residential properties Infrastructure $168.5 million COVID-19 recovery package $50 million Transport, $41 million. Climate action, $32 million. Major events, $19 million. Arts, $17 million. Community facilities, $12.5 million. A snapshot of our draft annual plan and budget 2020-21. Rates relief for businesses and residents. To support struggling ratepayers, we are freezing rates. Fees and charges for community services such as recreation centres and children's services will also remain the same. Keeping Melbourne moving. Over the coming year, we will invest $41 million in transport projects, including fast-tracking the delivery of 40 kilometres of bike lanes to help people travel safely into the city as restrictions ease. Infrastructure. We will invest $168.5 million in infrastructure over the coming year to stimulate our economy. Find out more on the following page. Greening our city. We are investing $32 million in climate action, including planting new trees, creating more open space and delivering waste and recycling services. Find out more about how we are taking action on climate change elsewhere in this magazine. Protecting arts and culture. We will invest $17 million in artists and arts organisations in the coming year through grants, investment in public art and programming. This will also support creatives to continue to work through the shutdown by developing new works and online projects. Supporting people experiencing homelessness or social isolation. We will invest up to $2 million this year to support people who are experiencing homelessness, as well as investing in programs to address loneliness and social isolation among older people. This includes $330,000 towards the daily support team that connects rough sleepers with accommodation and support. Supporting International Students To support international students affected by COVID-19, we will invest $50,000 to create pathways to employment, $10,000 in well-being initiatives and $600,000 in food vouchers 
through the Our Shout programme. Supporting our knowledge economy. We will invest $1 million to renew and maintain traditional and digital library collections and a further $180,000 to upgrade Southbank Library. As part of this, $200,000 will be invested in the Start-Up Action Plan. This plan is designed to boost the skills of local startups and promote Melbourne as a great place to start, grow and go global with a business. The photo captions read, Greening our city, Enhancing our knowledge economy, Supporting the Queen Victoria Market Precinct Renewal, Protecting arts and culture, Supporting people who are homeless, and Supporting businesses and residents. COVID-19 Recovery Package for Small Businesses and Retail We are supporting small businesses and retail precincts with a $50 million COVID-19 recovery package. This includes $18.9 million in residential and commercial rate relief and direct grants to small businesses. To attract people back into the city when the time is right, $19 million is set aside to be spent on major events and festivals. We will collaborate with precincts to boost marketing and events and protect local shopping strips and neighbourhoods. To improve safety and bolster community confidence as more people return to our streets, laneways and parks, $6 million is going towards extra cleaning across our public areas. Traders can also request a free service to clean and sanitise door handles and other touchpoint areas. Our business concierge hotline has been expanded to cater for 300 calls a day. To find out more about support for businesses, see later in this magazine. Infrastructure delivery to kick-start our economy. Our draft annual plan and budget 2020-21 outlines our plan to invest $168.5 million in infrastructure over the coming year to create jobs and support Melbourne's economy as it emerges from the COVID-19 pandemic. Renewal of Queen Victoria Market Precinct, $45 million. Improve conditions for traders and shoppers while preserving the unique heritage and character of the market. Deliver 500 car parks on the doorstep of the market. Restoring Melbourne Town Hall, $6.5 million. Create new customer service facilities, improved security and a flexible public forum space to encourage community participation in committee and council meetings. Complete roof conservation works. Southbank Boulevard, $12.8 million. Deliver 2,200 square metres of open space, along with new lawn areas, trees and seating. Sporting facilities, $3.8 million. Rebuild the Western Pavilion at Royal Park, including new change rooms. Build three new courts at Royal Park Tennis Club. Design the new Kensington Recreation Centre, a two-level facility featuring a refurbished pool, change facilities, cafe and more. Adoption of the Annual Plan and Budget 2020-21 to 
Our draft budget may have been finalised by the time you read this magazine, as it will be considered by Council on Tuesday the 7th of July. Public submissions were considered during June. For more information, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash budget. Our draft budget 2020-21. Reflections from our councillors. From Councillor Nicholas Francis Gilly, MBE, Chair, Transport and Aboriginal City Portfolios. We are working to fast-track the delivery of 40 kilometres of physically separated bike lanes so more people can cycle safely into the city. We will start delivery of our Transport Strategy 2030, which sets out a 10-year roadmap for Melbourne to become a premier cycling city. In the Aboriginal City portfolio, we will deliver the next iteration of our Reconciliation Action Plan, RAP. The RAP sets a path for the City of Melbourne to better recognise and publicly celebrate our city's ancient and continuous Aboriginal heritage and provides opportunities for truth-telling, education and healing. We will be consulting widely on the RAP and I encourage our community to get involved. From Councillor Philip Lee Lu, Chair, International Engagement Portfolio. Thousands of international students live in our municipality, many of whom have lost their jobs and have little access to government support. Our food voucher program was a simple but effective way we can help make this time less stressful. We must protect our education institutions and create a platform for recovery. From Councillor Rohan Leppert, Chair, Arts, Culture and Heritage Portfolio. The creative sector has been badly hit by COVID-19, and so we're proposing unprecedented expenditure on arts programmes and external grants. Our strongest focus, though, will be on First Nations artists and practice, with Yurumboy returning to take over the city in 2021. From Councillor Kevin Louie, Chair, Prosperous City Portfolio. COVID-19 has shown how much we all rely on each other, especially our local shopkeepers. Our bricks and mortar stores need support as restrictions are eased. Local business owners and precinct association members know their local shopping strips and neighbourhoods better than anyone, and that's why we're investing directly in local initiatives. From Councillor Cathy Oak, Chair, Environment Portfolio. We will invest $2.5 million to convert more concrete into garden beds and green surfaces, and $1.6 million to work with industry and the private sector to create more green roofs and vertical gardens in the city. We have also partnered with the Victorian Government to plant 150,000 trees, shrubs and grasses, and we have allocated $1 million to establish two new waste and resource recovery hubs in the central city. From Councillor Beverly Pinder, Chair, People City Portfolio. Social isolation and loneliness are significant issues for many older people in our community, even more so during COVID-19 restrictions. We're adapting our services to meet our community's changing needs during the lockdown, 
including refocusing our family services to include telehealth consultations and introducing interactive online parenting programs. From Councillor Nicholas Rees, Chair, Planning Portfolio. We want to increase productivity, find efficiencies and help keep the construction industry productive during these uncertain times. This draft budget is about ensuring we have a well-planned city to meet the needs of our growing community while protecting the character of our city and world-famous livability. From Councillor Susan Riley, Chair, Small Business, Retail and Hospitality Portfolio. We have more than 16,800 businesses, which are the heartbeat of our city. We have already provided $5 million in direct financial support and we're offering rate support to those experiencing financial hardship at a cost of $18.9 million. I am looking forward to Melbourne's retail sector returning to the vibrancy we all know and love. From Councillor Dr Jackie Watts, OAM, Chair, Knowledge City Portfolio. The knowledge sector is a key economic driver for our state and accounts for two out of three jobs in Melbourne – so we invest in innovation, supporting programs and events for businesses, entrepreneurs and start-ups in fields like education, research and biomedicine. In 2020-21, we will also invest $1 million in our library system to enrich the excellent traditional and digital collections and resources that are freely accessible to our community. To read the Lord Mayor and Deputy Lord Mayor's reflections on the budget, go to the first article in this guide. Your Council To find out more about Council's shared vision for the city, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash budget. Contact us. Visit melbourne.vic.gov.au or phone 03-9658-965. The photo caption reads, Melbourne City Council. From left, Councillor Susan Riley, Councillor Kevin Louie, Councillor Beverly Pinder, Councillor Nicholas Francis Gilly, MBE, Lord Mayor Sally Cap, Councillor Nicholas Rees, Deputy Lord Mayor Aaron Wood, AM, Councillor Rohan Leppert, Councillor Cathy Oak, Councillor Philip Lee Lou, Councillor Jackie Watts, OAM. That concludes your guide to our COVID-19 recovery budget. Fast-tracked funding supports artists. We supported more than 700 creatives with funding of up to $4,000 per grant to help them invest in new works and present projects digitally in response to COVID-19. Our city's vibrant arts and entertainment industry has been seriously affected by the pandemic. However, isolation has also made people turn to music, books and entertainment more than ever before. This is why we provided quick-response arts grants to artists who inspire, delight and connect us year-round and help us make sense of life's experiences through creative storytelling. In four weeks, we received more than 2,000 grant applications. Due to the high calibre of applicants, we increased the total funding pool from $2 million to nearly $2.5 million. 
Councillor Rohan Leppert, Chair of the Arts, Culture and Heritage Portfolio, said the level of creativity shown in the applications was impressive. Melbourne's artistic community has been hit hard by the financial impacts of COVID-19, with thousands of cancellations and lost opportunities, Councillor Leppert said. The aim of these grants is to provide some relief to artists and arts organisations and to support them in exploring new ways of sharing their creativity. Joseph O'Farrell, known as Joff, received a grant to run Lounge Room Dance Jam, an empowering online dance party for young people aged 6 to 12. The project is an adaptation of Joff's 10-minute dance party's work, which saw him collaborate with diverse groups of young people to create dance parties in shipping containers in city centres all over the world. The universal nature of dance is a fantastic thing to behold. It's accessible, silly, and something we can share across generations, Joff said. Tourists don't travel to the city because of the great banks or mining firms. They come because of the iconic culture that lives within the cafes, restaurants, galleries and theatres of Melbourne. I'm thankful to the state government and local councils for recognising artists' contributions and supporting us when we need it most. Find out more about Joff's work on Instagram at jofmakesart. For more information, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash arts. Meet three arts grant recipients. Online art exhibition. Joshua Weatherlake got a grant to host an online exhibition of hand-embroidered art depicting flora and fauna. Instagram at A-D-I-P-O-C-E-R-E. Short films. Sarah Barton will produce a series of short films showcasing disability rights pioneers. See defiantlives.com. Stop-motion virtual reality. Isabel Pepard will create a stop-motion virtual reality project that explores the complexities of love. Instagram at I-S-A-B-E-L-P-E-P-P-A-R-D, numeral 7, numeral 7. The photo caption reads, Joseph O'Farrell got a grant to run an online dance jam for kids. 20 Ways to Enjoy Melbourne's New Normal Melburnians are embracing the city's new normal to support small businesses, get their culture fix and even discover parts of the municipality they've never seen before. Restrictions related to COVID-19 continue to ease as we go to print, with businesses and community spaces slowly reopening their doors. However, the Melbourne you know and love will look a little different for the foreseeable future. Your favourite cafe may have rearranged its tables to help people maintain physical distancing. Your favourite event may be run in a different way. Your art or yoga class may still be held online. Luckily for us, local business owners, event producers and artists are a spirited and innovative bunch, so there are loads of ways to still enjoy Melbourne to the max. Read on to discover a small sample of what's on offer in the coming months, including virtual events, online cultural experiences, foodie delights to order in, and hidden gems. Free promotion for local businesses. 
do you know of a business located in the city of Melbourne municipality that is doing something wonderful? We might be able to offer them free promotion. Find out more at melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash marketing support. Virtual events. 1. Open House Melbourne. Get your fix of Melbourne's architectural delights and secret spaces without leaving your living room. This beloved feast of design will be delivered entirely online for the first time ever, and most events will be free of charge. Tune in to snoop around iconic buildings on the 25th and the 26th of July. Openhousemelbourne.org 2. Melbourne Conversations in the coming months, hear from pros about future tech and how COVID-19 could spark a digital awakening. Discuss future preparedness with an Australian Defence Force expert and cast your mind forwards to a potential leisure society. Find Knowledge Melbourne on Facebook for dates. Presented via live stream. 3. Female Futures Project Films Watch short films made by female and non-binary young people as part of Signal's Female Futures Project. The works explore how creatives are faring in isolation, their studio spaces and their inspirations. Signal is our creative studio for young people aged 13 to 25. Visit femalefutures.org.au 4. Book Clubs and Story Times Lovers of words and stories have continued to connect through our libraries despite COVID-19. In fact, usage of digital library materials has surged dramatically. Our book clubs, conversation clubs and story times for children and adults continue rain, hail or shine in person or online. Find out more at melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash libraries. 5. Screen and Sound Commissions Experience 12 new works created as part of Signal's Screen and Sound Commissions. During this project, eight young and emerging screen and sound artists received technical and creative mentoring from industry professionals. Find the works at signal.net.au at the end of August. Cultural Experiences 6. Migrant Stories The Immigration Museum has curated its best online content for people to enjoy from the couch, including virtual tours, inspirational migrant stories told through multimedia content, and creative activities for kids. Find out more at museumsvictoria.com.au forward slash immigration museum. 7. Ballet Lessons Stream cinema-quality performances and behind-the-scenes content from the Australian Ballet for free. Be swept away by powerful productions of Romeo and Juliet, La Sylphide and more. Then try out five simple ballet exercises that are perfect for small spaces. Guided by Artistic Director David McAllister. Go to australianballet.com.au 8. Art Exhibitions 
see giant sculptures and vintage Japanese fashion, thanks to virtual tours offered for free by the National Gallery of Victoria. Cause, Companionship in the Age of Loneliness, is just one of the tours available online. Learn more about the virtual and real-life art experiences on offer at ngv.vic.gov.au. 9. Literature Have you read every book in the house during isolation? Search for City of Melbourne Libraries on SoundCloud to get recommendations from our Dear Reader and Desert Island Books podcasts, which are hosted by our expert librarians. Or find out about our ebook valet service at melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash libraries. 10. Dance Parties Melbourne Dance Party Institution, Mr McClellan's Finishing School, is taking the party online on Friday nights, live-streaming DJ sets via Zoom. Find the links on Facebook to charge up your home dance floor with the best indie, soul, disco and pop tunes until the end of July. Foodie Delights 11. Banquet in a Box Tian38 has reinvented its menu for takeaway. Dishes include Singaporean chili crab jaffle, five-hour braised wagyu short rib with a Vegemite rendang sauce, and more. Banquet boxes for one to four diners are available to order online. 12. Sake by Segway Get premium Japanese sake zipped to your door via Segway. Sake Connect is an independent hole-in-the-wall store run by local entrepreneur Melissa Mills, a former dentist whose passion for Japanese culture transformed her life path. Deliveries include tasting notes and food pairing information. 13. Grossi a Casa The indulgent menu from Italian institution Grossi Florentino is now available at home. Feast on arancini, pumpkin tortellini and lasagna. Order a fine wine and finish with the tiramisu. Handmade by chefs Guy Grossi and Chris Rodriguez. From their casa to yours. Pick up or delivery. 14. Winter Warmers by Bar Clara The team at Bar Clara has spent recent months spreading warmth, not only by creating a new mulled cider available to order online, but also by collecting and sharing stories of everyday heroes who have shown kindness during this difficult period. Check out the good news on the bar's social channels. 15. New Tech at the Hof Bavarian restaurant The Hof downtown has teamed up with local startup Mr Yum to introduce new technology that allows diners to order and pay for their meals from their tables using their mobile phones. This is just one of the innovative ways local restaurants are responding to COVID-19. Hidden Gems 16. Wellbeing Gardens at the Royal Botanic Gardens Head to the Fern Gully to explore three lush meditative spaces perfect for solo contemplation. Don't miss the bird's nest where you can breathe in the green surroundings in a suspended swing chair. There's also the sheltered grotto, a Japanese-inspired moss garden and a mother stone fountain.
17. Quirky items in our city collection, from a model banana to a bottle of 1980s spumante. There are some very unusual items in our city collection. Since the 1850s, we have accumulated an eclectic and important range of cultural material, which amounts to more than 8,000 items. Go to citycollection.melbourne.vic.gov.au 18. Trinwarren Tambour Wetlands Did you know there are wetlands in Royal Park? Trinwarren Tambour means bellbird waterhole, and the place is home to many species of native fauna, like ibis and kookaburras. Read the signs along the trail to learn all about the creatures that call the wetland home. 19. Self-Guided Walking Tours Take physically distanced strolls through Melbourne to discover famous street art and lesser-known gems. Learn more about Aboriginal history and visit arcades and lanes you never knew existed. View the maps at whatson.melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash walks. 20. Westgate Park what used to be an industrial area under the Westgate Bridge on the eastern bank of the Yarra is now home to plants and plenty of native animals, including spoonbills and pelicans. See how many species you can spot against the city skyline. During warm, dry spells, natural algae turns the lake bright pink. Missing our usual events calendar? Things are changing quickly as restrictions related to COVID-19 ease and businesses and events launch innovative offerings. Many more events, both in person and online, may have been announced since this magazine was printed. We'll keep you up to date with what's open, what's new and what's back with the weekly What's On newsletter, delivered to your inbox every Wednesday. Subscribe at whatson.melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash subscribe. To learn more about local businesses and events, visit whatson.melbourne.vic.gov.au. For information about libraries and other council services, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au. The photo captions read, Artists of the Australian Ballet in Graham Murphy's Swan Lake. Grossi Akasa. Watch Amrita Heppi dance at the Immigration Museum online. Bar Clara. Tian 38. And Wellbeing Gardens, Royal Botanic Gardens. Simple exercise tips for all ages. Stay active while you stay home, no matter what your age or fitness level, thanks to these simple tips from our expert trainers. During the temporary closure of our recreation centres due to COVID-19, Melburnians found creative ways to mix up their exercise routines. Many are enjoying our new Active Melbourne app. If you don't have a smart device or you're just wondering where to start, here are some free and easy ways to create a daily exercise routine using only what is around your home. Stay safe. Remember to take it easy at first, especially if you're not used to being active. While it's important to challenge yourself, safety should be your top priority. 
Get advice from your doctor or health professional if you have any concerns about these types of movements. 1. Stay hydrated. Drink plenty of water to boost your immune system and brain function. This can help you think more clearly and reduce feelings of depression and moodiness. Always choose water over soft drinks, sports drinks or juice. And remember that caffeinated beverages like coffee and tea can act as a diuretic, further increasing the body's dehydration. Subtle signs of dehydration are often mistaken for hunger, so have one or two glasses of water and wait 20 to 30 minutes to see if you still feel hungry. 2. Discover your free home gym. Use what's around your home to assist your exercises. For example, hold onto a bench or sturdy chair while you do squats, leg kicks, to the front, side and back, and calf raises. Raise and lower yourself on your tiptoes. To perform lower impact push-ups, put your hands against a wall or bench. Or, to focus on leg strength and cardio, climb stairs. 3. Use canned food as weights. Rather than reaching for a snack, grab some tinned food and use the cans as weights for resistance training. Performing very slow, controlled motions for 60 seconds at a time can help build up your strength. Holding the cans, you can do bicep curls, both arms at the same time or alternating. Shoulder raises, lift your straight arm out to the front, side and back, and shoulder presses, raise the cans straight up above your head. 4. Keep your balance. Hold onto a chair or wall and stand on one leg for 30 to 60 seconds at a time. As you gain confidence, move the foot around, to the front, side or back, or hold out your arms and try to touch your nose while still standing on one leg. You can try this exercise with your eyes open and closed, and with or without shoes. 5. Have a good stretch. Take time to stretch your muscles several times a day, especially if you are sitting for long periods of time. This is also a great opportunity to drink water and move around. If you are seeking more structured exercise activities for older people, Australian Multicultural Community Services offers free video classes in yoga, tai chi and line dancing, to name a few. Search for Moving for Life AMCS on Facebook to find the videos. Download our Active Melbourne app. Want more fitness content? Download our free Active Melbourne app from Apple's App Store or Google Play to access home workout programs for people of all ages and fitness levels that require no equipment. For more information, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash Active Melbourne. The photo caption reads, Start an exercise routine with these tips from our trainers. Cultural connections thrive during isolation. While the many multicultural festivals and community groups we support have been on hold due to COVID-19 restrictions, Melburnians have found creative ways to stay connected. In North Melbourne, women from a Spanish-speaking art and craft group have been working from home, sharing photos of their beading, crochet and painting using their mobile phones. 
They've even knitted 30 beanies for people experiencing homelessness to be donated to the Vinnie's soup vans. After delaying its girls' basketball camp, the Inner Melbourne African-Australian Partnership has engaged young people to act as online peer mentors and run exercise, education and social support sessions online. The Carlton Neighbourhood Learning Centre has been delivering fresh food and bread packages to families on the Carlton Housing Estate who are doing it tough. The centre has also partnered with the local Tanaka Cafe to deliver delicious, donated halal meals for older residents, many of whom live alone. The Welcome Dinner Project has hosted virtual dinners for international students and locals experiencing social isolation and the Carlton Kitchen Library is now making home deliveries. Meanwhile, we worked with Victoria University to host an online panel discussion about how challenges like COVID-19 and bushfires can bring into focus the importance of inclusivity in the face of adversity. Councillor Beverly Pinder, Chair of the People City Portfolio, said Council is committed to creating a city where everyone can belong and participate. The City of Melbourne is home to people from about 140 countries. The city has a generous and inclusive spirit that embraces change while respecting its heritage and aspires to a peaceful future, Councillor Pinder said. Times of crisis remind us that we are stronger when we are together and that even when we are apart, we strive for connection. Visit What's On Melbourne at whatson.melbourne.vic.gov.au and subscribe to the newsletter for the latest news on upcoming multicultural events. For more information, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash multicultural. Coronavirus Community Response Grants now, more than ever, we need to find ways to strengthen our social connections and support vulnerable people. In response to COVID-19, we released grants of up to $5,000 to help not-for-profit and community groups provide people with essential goods and services and create alternative ways for community members to stay connected. Go to melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash community grants. Social Support Home Delivered We delivered activity packs to all of our social support program participants, tailored for different language groups, and shared our activities newsletter in Chinese on WeChat. This has helped older people stay physically and mentally active and have fun during COVID-19. Visit us online to find out more about our neighbourhood centres and social groups. Go to melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash older people. The photo caption reads, Carlton Neighbourhood Learning Centre staff members Nafisa, Chika, Nez, El and Maria collect the first batch of meals from Tanaka Cafe on Rathdown Street to deliver to households in need on the Carlton Public Housing Estate. Hotline offers businesses tailored advice. Has your business been affected by COVID-19? Get one-on-one -on -one advice on support options available from our newly expanded Business Concierge Hotline.
Our easy-to-access phone line and web inquiry system is staffed with team members ready to help provide important information and identify support options that might work for you. The people behind Stranger Than Paradise, a colourful toy and gift shop on Errol Street in North Melbourne, found themselves losing revenue, unable to buy stock and having to let a valued staff member go due to COVID-19. Owners Lucia Di Maro and Matthew Aldridge contacted the business concierge hotline for advice, which led them to submit a successful application to our Quick Response Business Grants program. We had to invest in a website and a new point-of-sale system to generate and process sales. The grant we received helped pay for this, Lucia said. If any other business owners need support but are unsure where to turn, there are places to check to see if you get some help. The Business Concierge Hotline service is a good place to start. While the COVID-19 situation has been extremely challenging, it has encouraged us to look at other ways to make our business viable beyond marketing our bricks-and-mortar store. Our Business Concierge Hotline is here for all businesses affected by COVID-19. Simply phone 9658 9658 and press 1 for business. You can also submit your query online. See the quick tips following for a snapshot of the many support services on offer from other agencies and levels of government. For more information, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash business. The photo caption reads, Stranger Than Paradise started offering its board games, jigsaw puzzles and creative supplies online. Quick Tips for Business From well-being webinars to start-up coaching, diverse sectors are rallying together to offer all kinds of practical support to businesses affected by COVID-19. To receive the latest news in your inbox, subscribe to our business newsletter at melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash business. From this page, you can also send an inquiry to our business concierge service to get tailored advice or phone 9658 9658 and press 1 to speak to someone in person. Here is a snapshot of some other key support. Victorian Government Support Read about funding opportunities, arrangements for the reopening of restaurants and cafes, how to develop a business continuity and recovery plan, and more on the Victorian Government website or call 132215. Go to business.vic.gov.au forward slash coronavirus. Australian Government Support Find the latest information on the financial assistance and other federal support for businesses, tenants, employers, sole traders and more on the Australian Government website or call 132846. Go to business.gov.au forward slash coronavirus. Safe Work Australia Make sure your workplace is COVID-19 safe. Find industry-specific information about work health and safety, mental health resources, downloadable posters and much more on the Safe Work Australia website. Go to safeworkaustralia.gov.au Beyond Blue 
Are you feeling worried or struggling to cope due to the COVID-19 pandemic? Beyond Blue's trained counsellors are available to support you 24-7. Give them a call on 1-800-512-348. Go to coronavirus.beyondblue.org.au. Your Council The Right Honourable Lord Mayor, Sally Cap, Portfolio Chair, Major Projects and Major Events Phone 9658-9658 Email lordmayor at melbourne.vic.gov.au Deputy Lord Mayor, Aaron Wood, AM Portfolio Chair, Finance and Governance Deputy Chair, Environment Phone 9658-9658 Email arron.wood at melbourne.vic.gov.au Councillor Nicholas Francis Gilly, MBE Portfolio Chair, Transport and Aboriginal City Phone 9658-9038 Email nicolas dot f-r-a-n-c-e-s g-i-l-l-e-y at melbourne.vic.gov.au Councillor Rohan Leppert Portfolio Chair, Arts, Culture and Heritage Deputy Chair, Transport and Planning Phone 9658-9051 Email r-o-h-a-n dot l-e-p-p-e-r-t at melbourne.vic.gov.au Councillor Philip Lee Lu, Portfolio Chair, International Engagement Deputy Chair, Arts, Culture and Heritage, Knowledge City Phone 9658-9630 Email philip.leliu at melbourne.vic.gov.au Councillor Kevin Louis, Portfolio Chair, Prosperous City, Phone 9658-9170, Email kevin.louey at melbourne.vic.gov.au Councillor Cathy Oak, Portfolio Chair, Environment, Deputy Chair, Aboriginal City, Finance and Governance, Phone 9658-9086 Email cathy.oke at melbourne.vic.gov.au Councillor Nicholas Rees, Portfolio Chair, Planning Deputy Chair, Major Projects Phone 9658-9704 Email nicholas.r E-C-E at melbourne.vic.gov.au Councillor Susan Riley, Portfolio Chair, Small Business, Retail and Hospitality Deputy Chair, Prosperous City, Major Events 9658-9636 Email susan.rilley at melbourne.vic.gov.au Councillor Beverly Pinder, Portfolio Chair, People City, 
Deputy Chair, International Engagement, Small Business, Retail and Hospitality. Phone 9658 9056. Email bevery.pinder@melbourne.vic.gov.au. Councillor Jackie Watts, OAM, Portfolio Chair, Knowledge City, Deputy Chair, People City. Phone 9658-8580. Email jackie.waats at melbourne.vic.gov.au. Postal address for all councillors, City of Melbourne, GPO Box 1603. Melbourne, Victoria, 3001. Council Meetings July Special Council, Tuesday the 7th of July, 4pm. Future Melbourne Committee, Tuesday the 7th of July, 5.30pm. Future Melbourne Committee, Tuesday the 21st of July, 5.30pm. Council, Tuesday the 28th of July, 5.30pm. Watch meetings live from wherever you are thanks to our live streaming capability. Tune in live or catch up later. To find more meeting dates and stay up to date with the latest advice on how to access council and committee meetings in the coming months, please visit melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash about hyphen council. Melbourne City Council Elections 2020 This year's council elections will be held by postal voting only. Ballot packs will be mailed to every person enrolled on the Melbourne City Council voters' roll from Tuesday the 6th of October. Voters must post or hand-deliver their completed ballot material by 6pm on Friday the 23rd of October. Melbourne City Council is the only Victorian council where voting is compulsory, so make sure you vote to avoid a fine. Find out more, including how to enrol, at melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash elections. Eat fresh for winter well-being. Prioritise your well-being, local businesses and the planet during winter and beyond by following these three simple tips for mindful meals. 1. Skip the snack aisle. Shop around the perimeter of a supermarket to find healthy, unpackaged whole foods like fresh fruit and vegetables. Eat a rainbow of seasonal produce to enjoy the health benefits. Winter delights include cauliflower, kale, sweet potato, radicchio and citrus fruits. When spring arrives, look out for avocados, eggplant, artichoke, watermelon and pineapple. 2. Support local business. Queen Victoria Market, farmers markets and independent grocers need your support all year round. These vibrant places offer not only the freshest and most varied local produce, but also the opportunity to support small family businesses. 3. Grow your own food. Experience the joy of harvesting vegetables and herbs from your own garden or pots. Get the kids to research how to grow garlic from a clove or regrow spring onions from cuttings. 
Wondering how to dispose of your food scraps mindfully? Find out how to get a discounted home composting system or Bakashi bucket at melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash waste. For more information, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash healthy choices. Did you know only 4% of Melburnians ate the recommended five serves of vegetables and two serves of fruit per day, according to our last community indicator survey? Let's work together to boost this number. The photo caption reads, Head to Queen Victoria Market to find fresh seasonal produce. Contact City of Melbourne melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash contact us. Phone 03-9658-9658. National Relay Service. Teletypewriter, TTY, uses phone 133677. Then ask for 03-9658-9658. Speak and Listen users phone one three hundred triple five seven two seven, then ask for zero three nine six five eight nine six five eight. In person, Melbourne Town Hall Administration Building, one hundred and twenty Swanston Street, Melbourne. Business hours Monday to Friday. Connect. Facebook dot com forward slash City of Melbourne. Twitter dot com forward slash City of Melbourne, Instagram.com forward slash City of Melbourne, LinkedIn.com forward slash Company forward slash City of Melbourne. Postal address City of Melbourne, GPO Box 1603, Melbourne, Victoria 3000. Feedback. To provide feedback, contact the City of Melbourne or email melbournemag at melbourne.vic.gov.au. Online version. Read and subscribe to Melbourne Magazine online at magazine.melbourne.vic.gov.au. Audio version. To hear an audio version of Melbourne Magazine, visit the Melbourne Library Service on SoundCloud or contact Vision Australia on print access at visionaustralia.org or 02 3524. Interpreter Services We cater for people of all backgrounds. Please call 03 0726. Cantonese 03 0717. Indonesian 03 Zero seven one nine, Italian zero three nine two eight zero zero seven two zero, Mandarin zero three nine two eight zero zero seven two one, Somali zero three nine two eight zero zero seven double two, Spanish zero three nine two eight zero zero seven two three, Vietnamese. Zero three nine two eight zero zero seven two five. All other languages, including Arabic, Hindi, and Korean, call zero three nine two eight zero zero seven two six.
Disclaimer. Information and events in this publication are current at the time of printing. Subsequent changes may occur. City of Melbourne does not guarantee that this publication is without flaw or wholly appropriate for your purposes. It and its employees expressly disclaim any liability for any loss or damage, whether direct or consequential, suffered by any person as the result of or arising from reliance on any information contained in the publication. All applicable copyrights reserved for City of Melbourne, except for any uses permitted under the Copyright Act 1968, Commonwealth, no part of this publication may be reproduced in any manner or in any medium, whether electronic or otherwise, without the express permission of City of Melbourne. You have been listening to Melbourne Magazine, July to September 2020, your City of Melbourne magazine. This production has been made possible by the City of Melbourne in the interests of information accessibility. This audio version has been produced by Vision Australia, website www.visionaustralia.org. Care has been taken in the recording of this publication, but Vision Australia does not accept responsibility for the results of specific action taken on the basis of this recording, nor for any error or omission. This recording is copyright. No unauthorised copying, broadcasting or public performance is permitted. Your narrator was Jenny Seedsman. This concludes the recording.